Grace and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. It is my privilege to be here with you, brothers and sisters in Christ. And I want to take this uh, opportunity to extend a thank you to Pastor John for inviting me to join with you on this second Sunday after Easter. Let me share with you a little bit about myself and the ministry that I'm doing. Before the new ministry that I started at uh, Fruitley, I served as pastor at Luther Memorial Lutheran Church in North Minneapolis, a small congregation, a multicultural congregation. In 1999, Pastor Carol Stormy was called by the Minneapolis area Senate to close down that church. She was given six months to do so. When she came into Luther Memorial, she looked around the neighborhood and she saw some Hmong people living around the neighborhood. And so she said to the members, the remaining members who were at Luther Memorial, that we can either close this church down in six months or we can open our doors to our neighbors. And so that began the outreach to the Hmong community. Many years later, about 16, 17 years later, Luther Memorial continued to be uh, serving the community. And during those 18 years, it has raised three ordained pastors and one who is currently at seminary doing his internship right now. Unfortunately, the church closed down of May of last year. But for us, and the message I want to share with you is that in Christ, there is no death. In Christ Jesus, there is no death, my friends. There's only birth and new life. Out of the small congregation, which was supposed to close 18, 19 years ago, came three pastors. And I was among one of the three pastors. Our text today, and I just want to read again to you, starting in verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. One of the reasons that I decided to leave my call at Luther Memorial to start a new ministry is to bring the gospel to the Hmong community. It has always been one of my passions. Because Hmong people came from an animist tradition, and we believe in spirits. We worship spirits. We often believe that illness and tragedies in life are caused by spirits. And so every year we will offer sacrifice to appease the spirits. 
The state of Minnesota is home to one of the largest Hmong settlements. There are over 60,000 people, Hmong people living in Minnesota, with most of them live in St. Paul and Minneapolis. There are over, uh, over 300,000 Hmong living in the United States, and about 12% of that 300,000 are Christians. So you see, my friends, Jesus' commission, the disciple, is really uh, relevant to all of us. Not just to the Hmong, but to all of us who are called in our faith. And Jesus said, go. Go, therefore. And I want us to think back to when Jesus started calling his disciples as well. When he called his disciples, he said, follow me. Now I say to you the same thing I said to my people is that too often when we hear Jesus uh, calling, we tend to stay in one place or we tend to stay because when we have to remember when Jesus called his disciples, he said, follow me. And even in the text that we read earlier today is that go, go is that word of going. Faith is a journey, my friends. Faith is a journey. It is in that process of going that we begin to experience God's work in our life. We are a new mission mission start at Amazing Grace. We began with 18 families uh, on January 1st, 2018. And now we have about 32 families. And it is precisely this commission of going. Too often I say to my people that when we hear Jesus' commission here, we often think we hear internal commanding, that Jesus commands us to go. I often think of my children as they're growing up. When they were younger, they, were, they want to follow me everywhere. Every time I go to the store, I say, let's, let's go to the store. And they will run out the door before I get ready. But as they get older, every time I say to them, let's go to the store, they will ask me why. And I'll say, just go. And they said, which store? Oftentimes when we think of Jesus' commission, I'm reminded of how uh, the response or how my children think as they grow older. And I'm trying to challenge my people as I, I, I reach out to them and also to my leaders that we have to think of Jesus' commission as an invitation. It is not a command for us to go, but it's an invitation for us to be a part of what God is already doing in the world, of what God is already doing in our neighborhood. It is an invitation, my friends. For we know that in the process of going that we get to experience God's grace. It is in the going that we learn to share what God has done for us. 
we are new mission starts, so there are a lot of cheering. And this year we are learning to tell our story. We make it our thing, we make it our effort, that our goal that this year we will learn to tell our story. You see, I believe that's how we relate to others, by sharing our story. And it always amazed me that when I look in the Bible, how many times Jesus said, go and tell others of what God has done for you. Go and tell others of what God has done for you. Too many times I share with my people and they say, but pastor, we don't know what to say. We don't know where to begin to tell the story. And I say to them that, you know what, God is not asking us to to do anything that we don't know or we don't already know how to do. And as a pastor, we're not asking you to go out there and start uh, uh, teaching or start lecturing your neighbors about uh, the theology of the cross. God is asking us to tell our story. What has, what has God done for you? How have you experienced God's grace in your life? You see, many of the Hmong people, Hmong refugees that came to this country were sponsored by churches. Many of them come to believe in Jesus Christ because they have experienced the grace, the love, and generosity from the church. In my email to Pastor John, I, was, I, I shared with him that uh, one of my oldest members just passed away a couple days ago. And he wasn't a Christian before. But he shared with me in the past couple years, as I get to know him more, is that one of the reasons that he became a Christian is because of the overwhelming love he experienced from the wonderful people of the church. He said when they first came to this country, they don't know anything, they don't have anything. But it was the church that brought them food. It was the church that bought clothes. It was the church that showed them how to uh, teach them the life of living in this country. It is your story that make a difference. It is your story that will show others of how much God has done for you and for others as well. And at, at Amazing Grace, we begin to, sh- to learn how to tell our story. We begin to listen seriously of what Jesus wants us to do. We begin to seriously learn how to, to follow Jesus. What does it mean to follow Jesus? Jesus. 
What does it mean to go and, and make disciples? And for us, the very first step is learning how to tell our story. Learning to tell our story, how God has worked in our life, how have we have experienced God's grace. And just watching the baptism of baby Isla today. As this little girl growing up, she too will need to hear our story, how God has worked in our life. Things are happening and continue to happen at Amazing Grace Ministry. Before we begin to understand that we are called to live out our resurrected life in the here and now, we begin to, to, to learn how to live generously. We begin to learn how to tell the story and how to share this story with our neighbors particularly the Hmong community, a people that still believe in the old traditional religion. So how do you hear Jesus' commission this morning? Do you hear as a command that Jesus is commanding you to go out and make disciples? Or do you hear Jesus' Commission as an invitation. An invitation to be a part of what God is already doing in the world. I believe that all of us are called, my friends. All of, all of us are called and all of us have unique story to share. To share to our neighbor, to share with our children and grandchildren. I believe that God is already doing great works in our community. And I can testify to you for that. As I begin my uh, uh, sermon this morning with the story of uh, uh, Luther Memorial. A little congregation on the north side of Minneapolis, which was supposed to close down 20 years ago. But the Holy Spirit is working. The risen Jesus is at work. He is calling us to move forward. He is calling us to follow him. Now, I don't know exactly how our church, supposed to close down 20 years ago, still managed to be in ministry for another 20 years. I can only say to you that in Christ there is no death, but there is life. And as I said to the members at Luther Memorial when I left them, as, as long as Pastor B. Van is alive, the story of Luther Memorial will continue. 
And that is what God is calling us to do, to share the story, to continue to be, bear witness to the risen Christ so that our children may see how God works in our life, so that our neighbors may experience God's grace, so that people who are different from us may come to know who Jesus is. Without the love and generosity of the church, many Hmong people would have not known Jesus. So I want to commend you for all the work that you do here in your neighborhood, in your community. Continue to follow Jesus. Continue to bear witness. Continue to show your love and your grace to your neighbors, to your community. I want you to know that all you have done has not been in vain. Take the story of the Hmong people many, many years later. More than 40 years now, we still remember the generosity and the love of the church. May God bless you and continue to bless the ministry at Mount Carmel as you continue to follow Jesus as you continue to bear witness and make disciples, as we have so witnessed today with the baptism of baby Isla. Amen.